Welcome to Drama with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. I'm K-Drama Jen. And I'm K-Muse. Don't forget we have a Patreon page. We are currently doing a group watch of the suspense drama Revenant starring Kim Tari in the month of October. And our movie club pick this month is Midnight. So if either of these discussions interests you, then be sure to join us on Patreon. That is where you will have access to our Dramas with a Side of Kimchi Discord server, as well as our exclusive Patreon episodes every month. We just finished our Patreon Appreciation Month, where we had four bonus episodes added. These episodes, as well as many others, are all waiting for you over on Patreon. The link will be in our show notes. Okay, I have been really excited about talking about this drama called (laughs) Behind Your Touch or Touch Your Behind. Just kidding. It's called Behind (laughs) Your Touch. (laughs) But it is, it's, it just caught me so completely by surprise because I thought it was like this kind of quirky drama. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to end up watching this. And then it ended up being like the best murder mystery of the year. So um, we are going to be talking about the drama behind your touch. And I will give you a quick synopsis. But if you haven't watched it, don't let the synopsis like turn you away from it because you <laughs> you just have to watch. Okay. So the synopsis is that uh, Bong Yibun works as a veterinarian in a peaceful, crime-free rural village. She also possesses a superpower. So when she touches the rear end of a person or animal, she is able to see into their past. Moon Jang-yol was a hotshot detective on the violent crimes team in Seoul, but he was demoted to the small police station in this rural town called Mujin. In an effort to obtain his transfer back to Seoul, he begins working with Yebun on small cases in Mujin when suddenly a serial murder case arises. Meanwhile, the new arrival, Kim Sun-woo, works part-time at a convenience store in the village. He has a naive smile and treats other people with kindness, but he is also a mysterious figure and hot. Just saying. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I think that just goes with us. Like we have to say that, right? Because well, he's uh, he's he's from XO. So I think yeah, that that's <laughs> I think it's it's okay to say that, right? Yeah. He's yeah. Oh, he's eye candy. He's right. swoony. I think he's swoony. And I was very distracted by him throughout. Um okay. So we're so gonna we- begin with a spoiler free section. Which is the question we always ask, why did we start this drama? And um, there's just one word for that, K-Muse, and her mouth not <laughs> shutting up about the drama. No. <laughs> and it was <laughs> worth it. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, <laughs> I will say I don't know that I was 100% because I, I actually binged it in a week um, or so. It binged it right up until the last episodes aired. And then I was able to watch the last two episodes like the day after I think that they aired. Um I I really enjoyed it. 
but, and I will tell you some of my things that maybe bugged me a little bit here and there, but I, I did enjoy it. It was worth it, but that's why I started it. Cause I, I started it just because it showed up on Netflix. And after the first episode, I was like, I'm just not in the mood for this type of humor, <laughs> moved it off my plate and moved on, but was not allowed to move on. So yeah, that's why I started it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I can't really remember, um, a hundred percent. I feel like I know I that KMUs and I were watching it at the same time, but I feel like I s- maybe started no. it because she was talking about I it. I nagged you to start it. That's yeah. what I was. I definitely I mean. started it first. Yes. So I think that's, that's exactly what I said. I think that <laughs> I started watching it because you told me, told me I should, but I was definitely, we were keeping up because after a while, um, in fact, I watched the last couple of episodes before you finished. So, yeah. Um, and it was super fun to kind of watch together and just send each other messages about like, what? So, <laughs> it's been a while since we, you know, since we've had yeah. drama like yeah. that. And yeah. Anyway. Well, and it was so fun to talk about it on Discord because everyone was like putting in their theories and trying to figure out who who the killer was because this was a very good trying to figure out who the killer was drama because it wasn't completely obvious and then there'd be a red herring and you get sent off on a different direction thinking oh I got it wrong and oh wait no did I oh yes I did where am I going (laughs) you know so like let's write out every male character in this show who is it (laughs) So there was a lot of really fun dialogue happening and it was, it was fun. And so why did you start it? Um, I started it because I was super lazy and <laughs> Netflix is really easy to start. Just push play. And I don't remember if I was folding clothes or playing like an online game at the same time, or I was doing something and the remote was across the room. And none of my kids were around to say, hey, hand me the remote. Because, the again, the humor at the beginning is really random. And it's just kind of like, what the heck is going on here? And so I probably would have changed it on the first episode, except I was super lazy and it kept playing. And before I knew it, I was hooked. So I think I watched so the first sad. three episodes because I was lazy. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so sad. And that's how the rest of us ended up watching it because mm-hmm. you wouldn't get up and change the channel. Exactly. Well, and so. Korea, Korea, it was like huge ratings in Korea. True. So it wasn't just me. And they I were mean, ta- we were talking about it on Discord, and yeah, it's there was been... a lot of people talking about it on Twitter. Like it was, there was a lot of buzz out. It wasn't just me, but. In our friend group, I definitely was the one that was trying to nag people into watching it. And we have a few hangouts still, even (laughs) though they probably enjoy it. But it's hard because so and this is my question. So our first few episodes just had this kind of quirky, random vibe to the story arcs. And I mean, even if you think about the premise that she touches butts and can see people's past like that's really odd but did we feel that this got better as the show went on i would say it still had its quirky moments but for some reason it worked and i would kind of like talk to people about what i was watching 
or my family members would walk through while I was watching and they'd be like, wait, what's happening? And I would explain it. (laughs) And it sounded ridiculous (laughs) when I said it out loud, but I was like, I'm totally invested in this story. So yes and no. I mean, it got better in the sense that I don't know if I just sort of like accepted it as part of the charm of the story or if like they toned it down. I don't know if they did. I just think I just sort of was like, yeah, like that makes sense. It's this quirky little town where, you know, people I think after three episodes, it was just like, okay, if I really thought about this, there are some huge plot holes here, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go with it, you know? Mm Um, we'll discuss some of those a little bit more when there's spoilers, but there were some definite things where you're just like, what, what, what? But I think part of the aspect of why it <laughs> Sorry. worked you keep is spot. because <laughs> the actors played it so serious. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Every time you say, but I laugh. Well, that wasn't on purpose. I know. I mean, you're allowed to say but. You mean B-U-T, not B-U-T-T. But anyway, I'm so sorry. Okay. However. I was going to say say however. (laughs) There were just the the two actors that are playing the leads are Han Ji-min and and Han Ji-min. And they're... They just had an ability to like give the character some gravitas. So you kind of are like, oh, okay. She can touch butts and see people's, you know, what they've done. Okay. She can touch the snake's butt area. (laughs) She can totally see what's going on. Oh, fireflies. Yeah, I get it. You know, (laughs) but they play it so seriously that it just kind of grounds the story, even though it is so stupid. And he, and they even realize that it sounds really stupid because every time they're like, well, why don't you go to the police with your suspicions and what? Tell them that I'm a psychic who touches butts. You know, that's going to fly. <laughs> they, even, they even understand how stupid it is. And I think that mix kind of grounds the story to where I can accept it. And so it was definitely if with worse leads, it definitely would not have worked in my opinion. So. So I think that when the real mystery starts and the detective starts believing her. Yeah. For a little while, the humor, like it's the humor is ramped up big time because he's like testing her out and having her do all these things. But like once he stops like calling her pervert all the time and really (laughs) thinking that she's just trying to like touch the guy that she likes, but which I mean, she was because she wanted to know if he liked her. But that (laughs) once that kind of gels, then I feel like the quirkiness gets into a rhythm and then it doesn't feel so out of place. Like it, it just the first episode or two for me, it just felt like, why do we have so many like random and things and why does it feel like it's this constant like he just keeps going around and thinking she's a pervert and she's trying to do this and it it didn't all gel until he realized and believed her and then they kind of started working together at least in my opinion that was kind of the feeling that I got although it was kind of funny him thinking she is a pervert I mean (laughs) that was kind of funny yeah I mean yeah it also took a bit for the um 
continue it. Like there was, there was these funny things that kept happening over and over. And it took a while for those to get into their rhythm where you're like, okay, so her best friend was in high school was kind of the, the leader of all these girls. Yeah. Yeah. Thugs. And they beat people up. And, and so she kept calling them and having them help her do things. And they would always tell her like different things that, that like their specialties and stuff. It took a while for that to be the uh, super funny because it just kept happening or like the um 20 21 20 25 21 was it 21 25 or 20 flashbacks (laughs) all of the reenactments of those scenes with the older couple her aunt and the the uh, the captain police officer (laughs) and then you had the uh the explanation of what the the local um sayings and phrases that they used all the time and time and what those meant if you translated them to somebody who was in Seoul, like from Seoul. So like all those things kind of took a while for them to kind of get into their rotation. And then after a while, I was cracking up so hard because of them. But at first you're just like, there's so many things going on. And yeah. it just it took a while for it to, to, to kind of go together. And I have like looking it up, there are three different screenwriters that are credited for this drama. And usually if they have like people who work under them, they don't get like separate credit. They're just, they're like lower level writers. So there's three people getting credit for the show. So that's, I kind of feel like where some of the different storylines had to kind of come together and where maybe some toward the end the things that felt like it might've been a little bit plot hole were coming from three different people. I don't know well, it, who knows, but that's, I think that that's, it did get better as things started to gel in the comedy department. It took a little bit. One of the script writers wrote the light in your eyes, which we love. Right. And hat and starred. Uh, well, we didn't all love it because of the subject matter. I mean, Jen didn't hate it. She just, it was a gut punch and it wasn't the funnest drama for her. That one was the one where you thought she was traveling back in time or whatever, but she wasn't. So Jen, do you remember? Like, I don't remember that. That, that was the, the ha- one. Hanji Min was the star and then they had the older actress also playing. Oh, yeah. And, and you thought she was like, tra- like she had accidentally gotten younger. It wasn't traveling back in time, but that she had gotten younger. And then you realized at the end that she had, spoiler alert, if anybody hasn't seen that <laughs> show, spoiler, it, she has dementia and that, that and, everything was in her head. So and that's remember- one of the writers. Yeah, I mean, I might appreciate it more now. It yeah, based on yeah. what what I was dealing with at the time, it exactly. was really hard to watch. Exactly. Yeah, but and the other two writers don't have like a lot As of much, stuff to their yeah. name, but they still again normally you don't get credit if you're just somebody who is like working with the bigger writer. So to have three different people listed, it's it's more of a like um some of their comedy. What's that? I, we don't have to figure out the name of it, but there is a comedy show that's gone on for like 18 19 seasons or something like that it's and there's tons of writers on that so it's kind of more i think that kind might of have thing. had that that kind of thing yep but touching <laughs> did it work for us all right i will say that it worked for me as long as i didn't think about the whole consent hmm. aspect of it like you definitely have to not obsess about that or you're not going to be able to watch this show. Um, 
it all I also appreciated that she was never touching like, oh, this guy's hot. I'm gonna touch his butt. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. ever that. It was more very much more ninety-five of the percent time it was more clinical, like looking for a killer or I mean, she did try to to touch the guy's butt that she liked. But she (laughs) didn't get to. Mm -hmm. And and then once she did, it was like with his permission. So they definitely skirted around that a little. Um, Yeah, butt touching. It ended up being very (laughs) funny. It It was entertaining to see how many ways they could create to have her touch people's butts. And there were some really creative ways that made me laugh out loud. So I will say that it, it, there were definite moments where I laughed very strongly, but on a whole it's like, Oh really? <laughs> you know, but I laughed a lot in very moments. I will say the amount of times you talked about, butt touching in the comments, trying to get me to watch was why it took me so long to not watch because I was like, I, my imagination was that she was just doing it constantly. And it was just like, I just couldn't. I'm like, no, she's going around touching everybody's butt. Now, to be fair, everybody she did go around touching a lot of she everybody. <laughs> she did. One, she did not touch people's butts as much as it might seem like she could have or would have, like at least showing like because they do a little yeah. montage or whatever. Two, she, for the most part, did it in a way. Well, it wasn't Always like a big butt grab. It was no. just like a press against the butt and move on kind of thing. It, exactly. She she did. It was more along the lines of what would happen if if you brushed against someone. Yeah, if you brushed against somebody, but she did it on purpose. Although, and that's the that's the squeaky part is that when like subway times and stuff, people brush against you a lot in scenario like when you're really packed in, and that can be bad. So. I wasn't able to turn my brain off as much, especially there's some later things, which we're not in spoilers now, but there was some later situations where I was like, oh, come on guys, can we figure out, can you just be detectives and not have to touch people's butts all the time to figure things out? But that's, that was my, most of the time I was laughing. Most of the time I thought it was funny. Um, there were a few times where I was just like, yeah, but for the most part I was fine. I thought it was hilarious. I thought that like, to me, that was one of the, like, I just, once I just allowed myself to enjoy, like, oh my gosh, how is she going to like, try to nonchalantly touch these people's butts? Cause well, she had to get information or whatever that to was me a was very funny segment. This isn't really giving anything away. Cause she's searching for a serial killer and they figure, well, this is a small town. If you touch a thousand butts a day, we're going to eventually hit the serial killer. Right. And it's just like the whole aspect of like, that's the plan. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. And they start enacting that plan. Um, but that's just, is, there's just something very funny about it. The, they're just nonchalant, like a thousand butts a day. We could do this. We'll find the the serial killer by Wednesday, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so they they were very creative in bringing it into the story. I will say that. Do Hanji Min and Eamon Key have chemistry? Um, I would say they have a buddy chemistry and a sibling chemistry. So as actors together, they had a chemistry. I wasn't really feeling the romance part of it. I felt like they're together 
and there wasn't like anybody going into this thinking there's going to be a lot of romance you're wrong when it comes to those characters like without any spoilers I will say that so don't go into this thinking there's tons of romance because there's not um but they have a good working relationship and they have chemistry in that way I would actually say I enjoyed her chemistry with uh Suho from EXO the second lead guy uh, a little bit better but that was just me Yes, I would say, I mean, I I liked them as like partners and friends and like, I don't know, like Keystone Cup kind of feel like, I don't know, like I thought that they, they had good chemistry in the sense of like, like almost like a sibling relationship. I was definitely second lead syndrome all the way with this particular drama i wanted oh my gosh i was shipping her with convenience store boy so much um so yeah i mean they had chemistry but just not romantic chemistry in my opinion i could see down the road if there's a season two possibly that's kind of where i am too i definitely they didn't promote like I think he had a little bit of a crush by the end of the season, but that was definitely like fifth down the line of focuses on the story. And so if there's a season two, it would be fun to see if they end up together or something. Um, They need to mature a little bit, maybe. And I think they're, (laughs) they're maybe maturing together just because they're like crime solving soulmates it feels like they just work as a team in crime solving and it's a lot of fun it kind of reminds me of a lot of like the uh english cozy mysteries that definitely is what it felt like and so they just had a really good dynamic for solving crime and it was fun so without spoilers what aspect of the show did we enjoy the most um, so for me, I, oh, I really, okay. So I really loved seeing that the, the convenience store guy. I mean, I just, I, <laughs> I was, I was all in on that. Um, but I would say the part that really like the reason I kept watching is that this is a really well done mystery. Like it's a murder mystery and I wasn't a hundred percent sure until the end and even then I was like, wait, really? This isn't just a, what? So I think for me, it was the way that like the mystery unfolded. I a hundred percent agree. The mystery is the reason to watch this by far. One of the best like TV show mysteries we've gotten out of Korea in a long time, let alone a mystery that wasn't really gritty and, It had a grittiness, but the humor kind of overrode it, so it didn't feel as dark as a lot of the shows we've been watching lately. And so if you want like that cozy mystery feel, even though there is a high body count, then this is definitely the show to watch. To add to that, I think the um, small town feel of it with the characters and stuff, Mm. I always enjoy either like a on the beach type of like uh, hometown cha-cha-cha or that kind of thing. And you 
Yeah. So with that, you cut this one, you got that small town uh, feel, except for there was, you know, a serial killer who was <laughs> among them. So, you know, you were, they, they established it pretty early that it was like, it was one of the small town people. Although I find it hilarious. They kept saying how many people were in the town, but every time they'd have a town thing, it would be the same, like 15 people. people. That yeah. show but I feel like the small town aspect of it um, and the, the, way they use the comedy to really kind of get you into that is the other part of the show that's that was um is the best aspect for me all right so we are going to start in on spoilers i would highly recommend watching before you listen to the spoilers just because it was so much fun to figure out who the killer was and you don't want to like miss that aspect of the show it really is just go push through the first couple aspect or episodes and before you know it you'll be hooked and wondering who's murdering everybody and i do mean everybody yeah. so <laughs> that everybody is your dead. final warning we're going to go into spoilers and discuss all of the mystery and mayhem in detail and so let's go on from there so there was a lot of random aspects to these specific abilities for example hair loss Clear pictures after pedicures and jeweled nails. The time needed for the info to come through, etc. Did this annoy us or was it funny? I have to admit, I was shaking my head like, what the heck? Hair loss? Seriously? <laughs> well, and it went away. She didn't lose and her it hair. And it went away. She didn't lose her hair. But it was... <laughs> and, well, and kind of the same thing with the, the hands. And, like, a lot of these quirky things just kind of dissipated. Mm. And they never really explained, yeah. okay, they got hit by a meteor, but the meteor was just energy. It really wasn't a meteor, mm. you know, and all these different aspects. And But after a while... It's just like, oh, yeah, okay, now she got her hands pampered, and we just watched this hilarious montage where he's having to, like, literally be her sugar daddy for all of these <laughs> hand-related things, right. and now she can see thumbnails. Okay, you know, it just, you go with the crazy after a little while, and that was really crazy. I don't know what, how or why this happened, because usually I'd be like, seriously, but you just <laughs> kind of accept it yeah. and go along. And it was so fun. And the hair yeah, loss, I I'm like, well, she's been touching a lot of dog butts and she's not losing hair yet. Yeah. But this guy's lost. All and I love that the other guy is like, he touches a leg. He's touching everybody's legs. <laughs> His was easier to not have it. Like people be like, what are you doing? Oh, um, yeah. But it would still be odd. Be like, what is your yeah. hand doing on my thigh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it was just funny that he's having hair loss issues and. And just the concern, she she quits her job for a day or two. And it's like, I can't, my hair, it's more important. Yeah. Um, but it, just, those things just ended up being quirky and cute after a while for some reason. And I don't know why. So Yeah, I feel like you just kind of gave, we gave over to the whole concept. And then after that, it was just like, whatever. Like whatever they add to the ability of like zooming in with your fingers on somebody's butt, like... It just was so random. And so like, okay, whatever. So I, that's the way I felt like I yeah. just, and again, I watched it like episode after, like I watched it fairly quickly. So yeah, I don't think my brain had time 
to, to comprehend. To comprehend. Yeah. Cause I got well, into mine the mystery. Did and I still didn't yeah. like focus in and usually those things bug me. So yeah. I was actually kind of surprised. But, and again, I think a little of it is those actors just totally playing it dead serious and you mm-hmm. just kind of went with it because even like watching Eamon Key, like how serious he was like, okay, let me rub your shoulders. Like we're going to get you ready so you can <laughs> touch some butts and get me back to soul. You know, there's right. just something about it that worked. It really was like. There, I don't, I mean, it, at first I was like, what? But then I just sort of gave into it and just accepted. Uh, that's very much what this drama was like. Like, okay, just bring on the crazy. Let's keep going. Um, but like when she would like have to zoom in, like she used her fingers to like flip through their memories <laughs> like or whatever. Like it's her phone. <laughs> yes. I just kept thinking like, oh my goodness, like how awful like how how embarrassing that you're doing this like to <laughs> random people um and flip and just yeah i thought it was it should have annoyed me but actually in the end i mean i just thought it was funny yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we did have several side romances did either of these work for us i loved the thug bestie with the um uh, the teacher. The teacher, yeah. yes. Yeah. I was trying to think, though, he was the brother, right? Of yes. her. Yeah. Of one of her, like, minions from back, you know, long ago. Yeah. Um, so I really loved them. I thought that they just brought just a fun vibe to this, but also, like, it was a really kind of sweet relationship, too. So, like, there was that. And then we had the, um, the long like awaited <laughs> like the poor man with the unrequited love forever where he had to watch the girl that he loved marry someone else and um with the aunt and she regretted it yeah i th- i mean i thought they were funny too so yeah they it did work for me especially because we weren't getting uh like a otp kind of romance so i liked having like those little side romances it made me yeah, it made me happy to watch them. I just loved how he kept calling her. Was it Uni or Uni? Yeah. So first, sister, so older cute. sister for yeah. a woman to call a woman. So he was instead of calling her Nuna, he was calling. Uni. Yeah, it was just so adorable. And where he was all like, "What's your skill?" Is like, I'm a teacher. I know what all the young kids are sassing about. You know, that was amazing. (laughs) I loved so much fun. And every parent of a teenager could be amused at that moment. (laughs) But he was just so supportive of her. It was adorable. And just the older generation, it was the older romance was so much cringe all Mm. the time, but it was still so sweet and funny. And the culmination of her putting like what it was it it was she locked him to the bed rail oh my so gosh, that he would have to spend the night with her in a hotel and then uh, the fire happens and they're having to go out totally embarrassed because yeah. he's still handcuffed that was just it was so funny it was so funny not nothing about it was swoony or epic on either of them but so funny and then the baby talk oh my word oh. <laughs> 
I oh that was that was the perfect end to their romance it's just like oh oh my goodness ew (laughs) but it was great I love them so their romance that I really liked was the coffee shop girl and this is the Mm. second drama just in the very recent where they've had the coffee shop be kind of like a hostess situation where they go deliver coffee coffee to people and the other guy so the the guy who owns or had the cow it was his cow he was touching the leg he ends up rescuing or helping to rescue her and they end up getting together and you know unfortunately we're in the spoiler section so unfortunately it ended in tragedy and he dies because he's killed by the uh, the serial killer. I but was so while they were together, that he died. Yeah, they, again, so it's sad. one of those like a lot of people died in the main cast. But um, I really loved their romance. Um, it was very sweet, and um, uh, the, it was sad that that one moment they kind of had me like doubting him. And doubting like them, it was kind of sad that once he was killed, I was like, "Oh, I doubted you for a second. I'm sorry." <laughs> but like, but it's it made all so the... much sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was one of those like, "Oh, there was never another person. There was never another." You know. So I, when she came to that conclusion, conclusion, I was like, "Yes, that's right." And then it wasn't right. <laughs> but their romance was really sweet. So I liked, I liked the other romances too. I didn't like how the um which I love her character, but the best friend, how she seemed to be like ordering him around a lot. It was a little bit, but they just started doing their baby talk stuff too. So you could tell that that's just how their, the relationship worked out and how they, they, that was them. So it was funny. Well, at least she, no one had to suffer through her serenading anymore. I'm all like, what, the, what is she doing? <laughs> Why is this happening? Yeah. 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 But again, the show is so quirky and it used all of the little town quirks really well because just, yeah. Cause you're like, of course you'd have the weird girl that, serenades the people that she's crushing on and everyone knows you know of course that would be in a small with town. an accordion right with I an mean, accordion it was, yeah, yeah yes. it was with accordion again the best was again, when these... she opened his window at the hospital and the friend was out there yeah <laughs> and he's like close yeah. the window <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah so there was it was just good so side characters, do we have any favorites? Um, I think my favorite by far is the thug bestie and her little minions. They are the best. It is the best running gag character grouping through the whole show. And by the end where there's a scene where they're keeping reporters away and they're in these long chairs in front of the veterinarian's <laughs> office with bats. And then they yeah. start doing these like Kung Fu acrobatic kind of stuff to like scare yeah. away the reporters. I just laughed. I could, I'm all like, I love these girls. They are insane. And I love them. So 100% team thug. And I kind of wish, like, my daughters were part of a thug group that was this weird. <laughs> they're, they're just fun. Yeah. 
Um, one of my favorite, they are probably some of my favorite side characters, but one of my favorite things was, was when the one woman brought her mother-in-law. Oh, that was her weapon. It's just like, (laughs) oh, you show you my weapon. There's my mother-in-law. And then they were so sweet to each other. It's not like she seemed to use her powers against her daughter-in-law, but she had them. And then she turned into full drama, evil mother-in-law. She did. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised there wasn't like kimchi or seaweed (laughs) or something that she slapped somebody with. But, um, I really liked the, um, the, the brother. So it's the, her best friend's brother is a cop and he works with, with them. And I just, he was just such a sweet guy and his interpretation for for the because he has to walk around with the sole detective who doesn't know what everybody's saying and he's being super insensitive because he doesn't get it and so just him walking around and just how easily he was like oh okay so you touch butts and you can you can see their future i'm on board whatever let's go like they he was also (laughs) the one that you didn't really suspect he was one of the only men him and the captain i don't think anybody and the detective those three i don't think anybody ever really suspected them oh i suspected him so I really told- suggested the brother in Discord. Yes. Well, I thought it was no because, remember, he wouldn't let her touch him. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, uh-oh. Well, he probably had a crush on her at one point in time in his exactly. life, and he did not want her to know that. <laughs> Which is, so, like, the, the and we I don't know if we talk about this later, but just briefly, like, the how they convinced us that the one guy was um, possibly the killer of because his he didn't want anybody touching his girlfriend and that's part of the right like i love their relationship is because he didn't want her to touch her because he didn't want her to see her past because he was very protective of her and like didn't want anybody to look down on her so i thought that was they never mm-hmm. explained that outright but you know that that's the reason he was like no 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 don't touch her because you yeah. know he saw when he touched her and he didn't want anybody else to. So I think that that's probably the brother's reason, but I, I never really suspected him. And so I was able to just kind of like his character. I think it would have been too tragic for the bestie if, if her brother was the killer. So that's probably why my brain was like, nope, he's not it. So my favorite side character, I guess I, I wouldn't have said he was a side character. I would have said he was a main character, but you know, so I love Sun Wu. I love Suho's um, role in this. And I mean, I would have said he was a main character, but then they freaking killed him. And so <laughs> I know we're in the spoiler section, but I yeah. just want to say he was my favorite. Oh my gosh. I had second lead syndrome so, so bad. I was like, I, I don't feel anything with this cop guy, but I mean, he, he, he knew English. He, I mean, he was smart. He was sweet. He was, uh, I'm, I'm actually still pretty devastated, quite frankly. So he was my favorite, but I like all, I mean, of course I liked the thug bestie. I liked the brother and so on. I loved how the brother like had to interpret things, even when people were saying like, just basic phrases like <laughs> and then he, you know and he was like well what he really means is you know it just yeah. made me laugh well um, the best was when he just followed the cop around while he's trying every white powder substance oh my in the village <laughs> and he's just letting him do it and it's just kind of like this guy's crazy <laughs> you know <laughs> he's like oh he's from seul what are you gonna do <laughs> like yep. that explains all of it yeah, but he just it. had some of the best dry humor 
Yeah. Uh, between him and the cop that's dating the aunt, yeah. their dry humor really made a lot of the police stuff very entertaining. So now we're on to parts that I, my opinion might be different than you guys's. I don't know. But what was the most unbelievable aspect of this drama? And though I do think that touching butts and seeing futures and touching legs and having your eyes and all that stuff is pretty unbelievable. And then just a lot of the other stuff. But I do think that some of the most unbelievable stuff is how they were I, I like just some of the plot, the way that it unfolded toward the end and like how many times the guy was able to just run around with a knife in his hand and nobody was able to stop him because he had or see him like the fact that nobody was able to his glasses sunglasses never got knocked off his face his his thing never got pushed off and you weren't able to see who he is he lived right like I feel like the camera one of the things that the show did brilliantly is the camera really helped narrow your perspective of what you were looking at and when they showed it in a different light you're like oh I thought cutie clerk dude was being suspicious but he wasn't it was the guy next door um but i just think that the the way the cops unfolded everything toward the end and the way oh and the fact that they actually were able to remain cops after all the things that they did (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) taking the guy hostage and leaving and like i just like all the things they did against the main police and they're like oh we're going to send you back to Seoul. Congratulations. You did such a great job. Did he really do a great job? How many people died while they were trying to figure this out? But that was not his fault because he kept telling everyone, dude, it's a serial killer. And they're like, is it though? Because he kept telling him that, but it's this guy here. And let's not look at hardly anybody else because I'm jealous. And I think it's this one cutie who runs the convenience store. He was being so (laughs) suspicious though. I don't care how cute he was. Like he was so he many was of his suspicious. actions were very suspicious. Well, I mean, and he had his own thoughts and, and feelings of like, did. I mean, did he but want to they, kill the he guy? He did not help <laughs> his situation at all because yeah. he was super suspicious. He often baited the police. Yeah. You know, well, he, that guy in particular. And then he ended yeah. up not trusting anybody. So he sealed his own fate when he wouldn't tell the cops, hey, I found this knife in this thing <laughs> yeah exactly so i mean <clears throat> it it was truly tragic that they killed him off but it was also tragic that he just didn't open his mouth and be like yeah. uh killer serial yeah. killer right here <laughs> yeah he's the serial yeah. killer i mean yeah yeah it could have saved probably like two or three deaths if yeah. he had said something because sure. so many people died <laughs> yeah sorry I mean, the, the body count was insane in the show it yeah, really it was <laughs> and it's like it could not it might not be a serial killer i know 10 people have been murdered with a knife but it might not be a serial killer because we all own that knife that's why (laughs) i mean don't steal my unbelievable aspect i even have it written down she does she does look at the look at the outline (laughs) i am looking at the outline i licked that not in reality because it's a bloody (laughs) knife but that was the concept (laughs) what's your unbelievable aspect k drama jen (laughs) and don't use mine (laughs) well why don't you go I'm going to. Okay. The fact that there's this like country kitsch 
knife that every household and random bachelor owns is insane. No one owns that knife except for people that shop at Walmart and get like the country farm collection. No one owns that knife. It has it's like white with decorative blue flower patterns all over it. No one owns that. No they one. They said it was a fad and it, that some like person no. came and sold it to, to everybody in town. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so for me, the most unbelievable aspect was the um, firefly bottoms. Because <laughs> what, not the snake? <laughs> well, that too, because like snakes don't have butts. Not yeah, really. They I don't. mean, they, they went through this whole process of trying to, but because like, I kept thinking that if you touch a firefly, but you're not like, she could see. And I think that like with their, like, I just don't think that they see the same way. And so right. I just don't <laughs> think she'd be able to really do it. So I just felt like that was unrealistic. Everything else is fine, though. But... <laughs> just that. But just fireflies, that, that is where just, it went too yeah, far. Fireflies, no. we jumped the shark. That's, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Were we upset? They killed off so many people. And whose death hurt the most? So, yes, like, um, did we really need to? The other thing is, like, he's just, like, running around, like, stabbing people, like, yeah. And and also maybe this is also the unbelievable thing. Like there were some young strong people. And mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he just he had his little like he, I mean his like his knife Let me stand here as you stab me. <laughs> yeah. With well, his eyes I... closed. The other thing that I don't understand is like it's not like he did he leave his little sunglasses on like all the time from the time that he you know, stabbed the person till he got home. Then he took his sunglasses off. Like, and then the other thing, again, back to what's unbelievable. Cause the other yeah. thing is super nerdy, but even like the way that memory happens, right. Is that mm. it's like a reconstruction every time that you retrieve it. So yeah. like, even if he's thinking back to what he did, even if we can't actually see it happening live, I still feel like she would have been able to get a glimpse of that. But anyway, yeah. Well, and dark sunglasses don't make you blind right no. there's yeah. that too well I they mean... said as long that's why he did everything at night was because that added to it the the sunglasses and then and then the night which you can't really yeah. see that i can't see that well if i have sunglasses yeah. on at night but and now i feel like i'm gonna need to go pretend to stab somebody in the dark so that i can <laughs> see if so this you're going really to be reenacting that one scene where he was trying to stab the brother and he kept getting his boss. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was really that funny. Was <laughs> that was the best. That was probably, yes, it was a favorite. Uh, anyway, yes, I mean, I was I was sad that they kept killing people off, especially, um, especially con- the convenience store boy. Like, mm. I really, I had high hopes that she might end up with him because I just loved him and I'm really sad. And I was so shocked. I was so sure that it was like part of the plan. And mm. and the K-Muse is like, no, didn't you oh. see the previews? Like, like or do you, didn't you see he's the end? Dead, like, dead. He's, he <laughs> is dead, dead. Like, she's like, you know, they, they put him, they covered him with a sheet, took him away. I'm like, What? So then I had to go watch and watch. The, and it was in the previews. Yeah. And then you can see how devastated she is. I mm-hmm. still convinced myself for a whole week <laughs> that he's in on it. 
right? right. And that they're going to just stage this so mm. that they can catch the real serial killer. Um, mm. And I also never understood why the one time where he was bleeding, like why he was bleeding and why he didn't say anything. No, his, he, he wasn't his, bleeding. It was the blood from the other guy. It yeah, rubbed off he on him. And that's when he was when like, he came into the, to the room. Yes. And then he didn't tell them right away. Hey, that's he what just I, came in here. Which is and why he got he's dead is because he was a little <laughs> bit stupid at that yeah. moment. Yeah. Like yeah. that, I guess that was it. It is that like, he should have just told the cop right then. Because like, that's like days before he's murdered. Right. Like, he's right. still living with the guy. Yeah. And he figures out how the guy's reading minds too. Right. Yeah. So and didn't I mean, tell anybody. <laughs> he did. Yeah. I'm like, at least tell her. Right. So she's not running from you thinking you're the killer and runs into the real killer. Guess what? And and leaves Price the knife averted. when she runs away. The knife was nowhere near the killer's hand. He dropped it a second time and it was nowhere near his hand and she ran away. And I know she was in shock. She was scared, all of that. But like she literally just left the knife there, ran away and then called 911, thankfully, and then was like, oh, wait, I should go back. I feel bad. I shouldn't leave him there to die. And then comes back and, and like, no, what you should have done? Grab that knife and stab yeah. the person trying to choke your man. Yeah, or like, at least oh my word. run away. I mean, yes, he choked him. And then, he, I mean, he would have probably figured out a way to kill him because he was, he's just so smart and so strong. He, he was able to get the, the one that I find the most unbelievable is the guy, um, that was the detectives, uh, younger sibling like adopted oh, yeah. younger sibling yeah. where he the, like yes. took him out like the thug guy i don't know how he got overpowered him when he had his like in the dark sunglasses all that kind of stuff but we'll move on from all of the unbelievable things so the rest what of you say? were were you upset that they killed so many people i was upset <laughs> when they killed off the other psychic guy i was really yeah. sad yeah. when he died yeah a uh, grandpa yeah. saw like well that was a plot point you knew that was on its way but yeah. I was really yeah. sad when they killed Grandpa, or not Grandpa, um, the the other the psychic, like yeah. psychic guy, especially because yeah. he had the that sweet was... romance and had found mm-hmm. the love of his life, who was loving him for him, and wanted to like raise mm-hmm. cows and grow old together, and then he dies. I was so sad. Yeah. All right. So there were tons of red herrings when it came to the serial killer. And I was on the bandwagon for almost all of them. So (laughs) did we guess who it was? I totally thought it was him at least three different times, but I was still kind of surprised when it really ended up being him. Yeah. You know, but it was really well done because he went so creepy the second that is like, oh, yeah, he's the killer Mm -hmm. with his sunglasses and the way he looked through them and stuff at her. That was yeah. really creepy. And also it was very creepy how he's like, who's going to believe you? No one's going to believe you if you say anything. And how he'd just be like lurking around to look into her eyes to see if she was telling people. Mm-hmm. It, he was a very good, creepy guy, like a serial killer, especially for like a small city one. It was mm-hmm. it was well done. I really liked him. But I guess I suspected everyone. Literally yeah. everyone, <laughs> except the main cop guy, but everyone else suspect. So because and I, I love w- the mystery, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So because I started so much later than you two, 
there is an actual thread of text messages to you guys showing who I thought and when I thought that person was the killer. <laughs> I'm like, it's this person, this person, blah, blah, blah. and you guys, you know, it was stay quiet. Hilarious. I enjoyed <laughs> it so much because I was like, yeah. yes, I remember I had the same thoughts. Yeah. I did think he was the killer a couple of times, but thought that maybe he was possessed with ghosts at the time like because they did and that part of it is the way that the the direction and the the way they were showing you things you couldn't quite tell if he was actually possessed or not because they were doing like the, the special effects as if he was possessed so i thought maybe he was possessed by a ghost and they were the ones doing the killings and that's why the blackouts were like from him not remembering because it wasn't seeing it through his eyes um and then I should we should have guessed the glasses like way before that. I think I thought it was too, too like that. What that makes so much sense. So why wouldn't they think that? Also because his picture with the general had the glasses on, so it was kind of right there in our faces. But um, I thought they did a good job, especially with uh perspective of where the characters kept pointing you and then where the cameras were focused in uh keeping us thinking okay it's this person it's this person although as i kept thinking if the convenience store guy is not the killer he really needs to stop acting so suspicious because yes. he he really was acting that way so it was hard like i kept thinking there's no like no he's not it he's not it and then i'm like but maybe he is because they have him do that little smile here or there or whatever you know it was just but i enjoyed the uh trying to figure out who it was and um, I, you guys saw that my reactions throughout the whole thing. So yeah, it was <laughs> it was fun to try to figure out who it was and to be misdirected the way that they misdirected us. Well, at one point I was all like, "Does the hot convenience guy is like he have a multiple personality or something? Right. He's having blackouts." Like <laughs> that's what I wondered. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So I was wondering if it was him, but like an alternate him, or if he's like mentally unstable and just blacking out and going and killing people in his spare time who knows you know i followed every single red herring like through and through every like but i i suspected the uh shaman multiple times but then i was like oh nope it can't be him because you know whatever and then i was like oh and maybe it's this one oh no maybe it's this one um and that made it really fun because I just, I had no idea. I'm still angry, though, that they killed off the convenience store person because <laughs> I loved him. Forever and all eternity. It should have been, he should have been in on it. And it should have been like a way to draw out the real serial killer. They did not need to kill him. The only reason they needed to kill him off is so that they could then give us the possibility of a future between the other two. And yeah, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> but I did enjoy the process, like the mystery. So did we like that the drama ended on a humorous note? Um, I have to say that the last scenes, I just wasn't really that much of a fan of. I liked kind of where it ended before that. Um, there was just, I was just kind of like, eh. So I didn't hate them. I just didn't really, um, wasn't that in invested or whatever. I don't know. I just kind of thought they were like, meh. But that was just me. So I thought the part that was absolutely hilarious was when they finally caught the serial killer 
and she bit his head and then poked his <laughs> eyes out. And I thought, and I laughed out loud. And I thought to myself, I cannot believe that I am laughing at the fact that, you know, like they just caught a serial killer and I'm laughing because it just struck me as so bizarre that she bit him in the head. Um, and it made me really laugh. So, um, and so on that, in that sense, like I did, I, that's what I was thinking about the humor. Um, mm. And then we have kind of like, sort of like a next uh, steps for everybody. It's like an epilogue almost. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. where, you know, and so I like the idea that they're going to be partners in crime again and, you know, or partners in solving crime, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I liked that. Um, I don't know if I needed the whole, like she went to prison and then, you know, all that so that she could find stuff out but um but i liked that they came back together so i like that it ended on a humorous note i just don't know if i needed all of that it felt a lot of it felt like filler Mm -hmm. my thing is is it felt very similar to how i felt at the beginning of the drama Mm. where it was kind of like really random and i felt they brought that randomness back and so it kind of ended how it started and I did like that aspect of it. And it made me laugh. And I was like, you know what? I would watch a season two. So was it necessarily? Probably not. But I enjoyed it anyway. And I will happily watch if they continue on with these characters. It was fun. So what two scenes made us laugh the most? I laughed a lot through this drama. Um and a lot of the time it was like, it caught me by surprise that I was laughing. So um, I think the ones that I really enjoyed the, um, when the teacher was using Gen Z like insults, <laughs> yeah. that made me laugh. He was wrapping it out so fast. Oh my gosh, that was really funny. And um, well, when they were trying to like reenact like what would happen with the serial killer and he just kept ending up like stabbing his stabbing the captain (laughs) that made me laugh really hard as well i have to agree with the whole gen z rapping but expand on that and say the whole premise of we're at this rally for these two politicians and we need to touch like 40 butts (laughs) how are we going to do this and their premise is we're going to call in thug bestie and fake star a riot so she can right. go meandering through everyone and you know brush up against bottoms and that whole aspect was just very funny uh it was very creative way of to touch people and i also thought it was very creative when they did the chair to psychically figure out what oh, was happening at the yeah. yes mm-hmm. the butt chair and <laughs> i'm all like wouldn't they feel that there's a hand below the meshing? <laughs> well, whatever. She whatever. has to scroll through to look at your <laughs> memories. Like, yes. Yeah. It was entertaining. Yeah. I thought it was creative. Or the time where she thought the serial killer might be after her if they figured out who she was. So she's going around like hiding in a box <laughs> and touching butts or with a big giant um, thing on her head because she was concerned over the serial killer figuring out who she was. It was kind of entertaining. There's just little moments like that that were all really funny, but definitely the rally was 
the one I laughed the hardest on. It was just so insane and so funny. I think you guys have listed or I've already talked about the things, the scenes that I found really funny. So I will mention one other thing that I found interesting and um, liked about how they explained why the serial killer was doing what he was doing. And a lot of times, like, especially because his were just so random, like he didn't pick, I mean, some of them, like the influencer girl at the beginning, he probably killed her just because she didn't like him so much and it really annoyed him and he was able to see that in her eyes and everything. So maybe that set him off. But I don't know that a lot of some of the other people were like setting him off, especially the um, the younger brother to the detective guy. Like they never there's no explanation of why he did that. It just didn't make any, make any sense. But his explanation that once he had done it the first time and was able to see all the memories disappear one by one as they were dying and then being able to see what was the last person's memory, like he got addicted to that. And then kept doing it. So I liked that they did have an explanation of like, instead of he's just randomly killing people or he's just, I don't know. There could have been lots of different explanations for why a person just all of a sudden becomes a serial killer after they get a superpower. But his explanation was an interesting, different touch that not that I liked him or anything like that, but I thought it was done well and was interesting. So do we want a season two and what did we rate this drama and would we recommend? I would enjoy a season two. I thought it was fun. I would hope that it has the same kind of vibes. And so I would definitely watch. I want to say I gave this either like an 8.5 or a 9 out of 10 because the mystery was so good. And I was very entertained the whole whole way through and I was looking for it every single Saturday. So it was a definite win for me. Um, so I, I don't think I would watch a season two. I just, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on when it like when it drops, if whatever whatever else is going on. But I don't think that I would watch a season two. Not because I I enjoyed the ride while it was going on, and other than that, I don't think that I would go and watch another season of it. Um, and I gave it an eight out of ten. And a lot of times after it's a couple of, a couple of months later, and I've had some distance from something a lot of times, because I don't think about it too much, it drops, but this one, um, definitely has the potential to drop a little bit, but yeah, I gave it an eight out of 10, but I will also, you don't have this question in here, but I would also recommend, oh wait, yeah, we'll be recommended. I don't remember if you answered that, but yes, I would actually, that's the thing I would recommend it. I enjoyed the first season, but other than that, it's not like on my favorites of 2023 list. Oh, I would definitely watch a season two um, if I could kind of like guide it a little more. Like I would say if it was a season two, um, the two of them like solving crime together, I would like to see that. I thought that was super fun. And I'd like to kind of check in on like all of the people that we met um, in that village. But also like there's a lot of trauma there. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of people died. And in a small town, everybody's kind of connected. So like, that's a lot to recover from. Um, but I would like, you know, she's in Seoul or whatever. And then they're going to take down like the big bads. I, I that would be kind of fun. Um, I would recommend it because it's so quirky and odd. And I have to say, there were so many times where I was like, I can't believe I am watching this and enjoying it. 
and actually looking forward to it like more than some of the other dramas I was watching. So, um, I mean, it it is probably the best murder mystery of the year, at least so far. Oh, yeah. And right. I mean, oh, yeah, so, by far. So it's it's enjoyable. So, yeah, I would recommend it. Um, and I don't I don't have MDL, so I don't uh, I tend to not rate them out of 10. So I'm just going to say that I really enjoyed it, thought it was one of the better, like just edge of your seat, kind of like constantly trying to figure out who did this. And I was guessing right up till the end. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, and our Patreon page. The link will be in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and want to share it with you. Talking is so much faster than Twitter. 